0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Peaks and Goddesses podcast. As always, I'm your lovely ghost host, Fran, and you guys, April was such a shitty month. April was just not good for me at all in general. Um, On top of it being my birthday, I got into a really bad car accident, a lot of personal stuff was happening, and the last week of April was just bam 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 of a bunch of stuff like literally being thrown at me, and not good, not good, but I'm alive and I made it out and that's the most important. But before we start this episode, I would like to give a huge shout out to my friend, Emily. Thank you so much for donating to the podcast. She donated in March, I believe. And I sent her some stickers. I hope you enjoy it, Emily. But I wanna shout out her art page. Her art is freaking amazing. She is a Miami El Paso artist. She does such amazing stuff. Her Instagram is at emly.rose, so at Emily Rose. And I love her work. She's so, so, so talented. She's done a bunch of murals, a bunch of amazing artwork, too. Please check her out. She's literally one of the coolest people ever. She's a fellow barista as well. Emily, love you. Thank you so much to donating to the podcast. I hope you love the stickers. But on this episode of the Geeks and Goddesses podcast, as you guys saw on our Instagram page, it is about Star Wars. Star Wars has been such a prominent like thing in my life. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard it time and time again. But when Michael was introducing me to his friend group, he was basically like telling me how everybody loves like everything and all this stuff but then you tell me about one specific person who is our guest for today that is one of the biggest star wars fans and i don't think i've ever had a, a genuine conversation with him about star wars because every time we see each other is at parties but this time we can actually talk chill hang out and just hype up about star wars because at the end of this month is obi-wan so that's literally the only thing that's like going in my freaking noggin right now welcome hello Bienvenue. Guys, please give a giant OGG welcome to Mr. Just.
1: Hey guys, Justin here. And today we're talking Star Wars.
0: All Star Wars. All Star Wars. Justin, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. This was very exciting. I know it's a long time coming because I promised you in April. And then I had to move it to May.
1: That's fine. Um, I got busy too. So yeah, we're here now.
0: We're here now. We're having a good time. And I'm very excited so with everything that's been going on with star wars uh the vanity fair cover about star wars came out and that's like their yearly thing and well semi-yearly thing but everything that came out is like super freaking exciting did you see the cover no i haven't (gasps) what dude oh my god guys i I might have yeah there's three monitors in front of me so we'll definitely pull one out if you hear typing, that's because Justin's. I have a very it. loud keyboard. <laughs> but yeah, dude, this this thing's super exciting. It shows Ahsoka, Obi Wan, Cassian. Uh, oh yes, Cassian. I did. I did see it. Though. Yeah, and uh, Mando. It's super freaking dope. Uh,
1: yeah. Yes. I did see okay. It. So I you've see seen it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it on it's
0: Instagram. It's so amazing. It was fantastic waking up to that. To be honest with you, because I was just like, oh, everybody looks so good. I love seeing Diego Luna again as Cassian because I love Rogue One so much. So this was very exciting for me to see. Yeah, I, I, I really liked Rogue One. I loved Rogue One, but we'll get to the Star Wars movies in a second. But as everyone has an origin story and I wanna know your origin story, how did you find about Star Wars? Like what was your Star Wars awakening journey moment? My, my lore. What's so, your
1: lore about Star Wars? So pretty much like, a lot of people. My, my mom was really into it. So as a kid, she like, we, we watched the the movies together, obviously starting first with like episode four. And from there, I just always like really liked it to the point where, you know, like, again, like a lot of kids got Legos, got yeah. the Star Wars Lego games, oh my got God. like a bunch of like the Star Wars games, even like, because uh, I also started playing like video games young right like round four right um and when my mom you know first introduced me with the nes and the snes she had like star wars games on there too and i would play those a lot yeah as as a kid they they were like pretty freaking hard
0: yeah dude (laughs) oh my god like revisiting them now like watching people do playthroughs of it that that shit's hard it's,
1: it's it's brutal
0: it's so difficult for no reason like, how was this targeted towards children?
1: I mean, it was it was a mixed bag of, like, shitty games. Yeah.
0: So, it was either,
1: like, too hard or it's, like, too shitty or it's, like, you know, mostly, like, oh, if it's Nintendo made, then it's usually a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> if it doesn't have Nintendo's label on it, like, that's yeah. it. Pack it up. Yeah, from there, it just,
1: just started growing. Um, I remember playing uh, The Old Republic... The older public oh, games wow. on Xbox, like the original Xbox, um, and I think from that point, that's when like we're, well between that and from uh, when Episode One pretty much came out or or I was like at least old enough to like be like oh yeah like I want to watch this movie I was like obsessed with Episode One at the time <laughs> because you know George Lucas's you know I when I was a kid I liked Jar Jar.
0: You like Jar Jar as, as a kid, so you were pro Jar Jar I was as pro, a child? I had, I had
1: some Jar Jar merch. Oh my god! I was pro Jar Jar, and then as, as you know, as I got older, I'm like, wow, this character is fucking annoying. <laughs> it's like, oh Jar Jar Pinks, yeah, I don't know that guy. <laughs> so,
0: Shoves all your Jar Jar merch in like a donation box. It's like I can't, I yeah, can't do so, this. Yeah, like,
1: um, yeah, growing up around that time was like really cool too, because you know we had. We had episode one, episode two. It was just, like, a ton of merch. Yeah. That was just, like, being poured out.
0: Because there was, like, a huge Pepsi collab with Star Wars at that time. Yeah, that was was just one of many. One of all of them, basically. (laughs) So, like, if you went to... If you guys weren't alive at that time, if you went to, like, a, a vending machine there would be specific like star wars limited edition cans there's people that i know that have the entire collection there's like golden ones too it's it's fucking nuts i think there was like a taco bell thing too yeah yeah i'm pretty yeah like um no and then episode
1: three came out and like that was just that movie has its problems but i fucking enjoyed the hell of it especially watching it for the first time yeah but then like and i remember too like on 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 cable they would, like, replay that movie over yeah. and over and over again. And that became, like, the only Star Wars movie yeah, that yeah, they yeah. would ever show. But, yeah, that, that was pretty much my uh, origin story of that. Um, when I started getting, like, more heavy into it was... Now this is when um, the older public games starts right. coming into play. After playing that, that started... Diving deep into the actual Old Republic era. Right. And I I, like absolutely fell in love with that era. That's like my favorite Star Wars era. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's just like essentially like medieval Jedi and Sith. Yeah. And it was just an all-out war between like those two. Yeah. And that to me was like always like super, super cool. Um, And playing those games was just like, oh, I could kind of be who I want to be and just go through this go through the motion Mm -hmm. so i'm so that got me into like you know reading reading more comics reading books
0: and this Um, is obviously like pre disney buyout right like this way
1: yeah very pre disney
0: when this is like extended universe this is one
1: uh well um well this is what's it called uh, lucas games right
0: yeah it was lucas games
1: yeah that's when they were just they were like Making whatever. dominating, just like they were just pumping out Star Wars games. Yeah. Like, just constantly. Uh
0: the Boba Fett Bounty Hunter game. I played that one. That yeah. was
1: great. Uh, I have like a a deep memory specifically with Star Wars Starfighter. I remember playing that one yes. with my brother a lot.
0: Yes. It wasn't there an arcade cabinet too.
1: Yeah, but it was yeah. it was still it was kind of different. What was yes. great about Star Wars Starfighter, it just felt i don't know like at that time it was just like so cool just being able to fly around shoot shit do whatever yeah and like it was just so much fun and then like the fact that i had co-op was even like cooler. yeah yeah um and i haven't played or at least i haven't played that much of like that new star wars starfighter game that came out Um, uh, ea uh, made oh it, the the i think it was just called uh star... i think it's a similar is it name.
0: battlefront no no not battlefront no Front. I was gonna, I was gonna say, like with Star Wars Battlefront, that was a whole thing on its own. I worked at GameStop at the time when uh, we were selling at least for the first one, for the first game. I was, I I worked for both, so I worked for Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront Two. By the end of the year when Star Wars Battlefront came out, we already had like more, like so many pre-owned copies. Like that game did not do well. Star Wars Squadrons. That's what it was called. Yes, Star Wars Squadrons. So okay, I, started, I didn't remember the name. I started
1: the game, but I haven't. You know, life came up and never got around to like yeah. playing through it. But um, I think out of out of the recent games that I played of Star Wars Battle, Battlefront Two is actually like a lot of fun now. And, yeah, and I think it's like free or it becomes free every so often.
0: Yeah, I I bought Battlefront Two for like seventeen dollars. When the pandemic was happening. So we played with my still friends. A good deal yeah, yeah. For, for that
1: game. And with, I think. With it, all the content.
0: Yeah, yeah. It came with all the context. So we were like playing. It was a really good time, but you need a team to play, to be honest with you. Like we played with.
1: Yeah, it's more four, fun playing four? with, with yeah. people. Yeah.
0: We played like with a full team, but you know, if you play by yourself, like it, it's okay. I, I think it's just better with, with a team. But the game, when it was coming out, it was just not. They bare they barely learn from the first game. They barely learn. They're like, let's just reskin everything and make it better. No, that's not gonna fucking work. Like Battlefront Two, it's fun to an extent. I will not pour hours into that game. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, because like their progression, especially now that, because when you play the game now, you have everything unlocked. Yeah.
0: So yeah. there's what's like the no,
1: f- there's no progression either.
0: Literally, what's the point?
1: Yeah, and then Jedi Fallen Order. It's just absolutely that that was out of like all the recent Star Wars games that's been the best one in a long time yeah, I agree in a long time i I, agree. I enjoyed the hell out of that one i I beat the crap out of it um I even got if you see right there i I, I know I know our our listeners can't see, but I have the calquesus yes i
0: remember that you posted it that dude the fact that you were able to get one is actually insane and the fact that they were able to even make one because i remember that star wars made a uh like a poll saying oh what characters do you want to make like a legacy saber out of everyone fucking um, put cal
1: I, I voted for cal
0: cal's sabers are fantastic he is such a fantastic character I hope that we can get more. I know that they announced. Yeah, there's, a, a sequel. there's for sure
1: a sequel. Yeah. I, I had a friend, who, um, well, he used to work at Respawn. Oh like, okay. But when he was like leaving, uh, they were like starting, like pre-production oh. for that game. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that sequel. I do hope they learn from you know obviously like what their faults from the first game yeah and just you know make up just a better sequel as like how I see sequels for games, yeah, but um, yeah f- for the calcassus saber, I got, yeah the duel yeah, 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 <laughs> I had to get both, yeah, and I think it's like the biggest like it's in two like, boxes, saber. yeah, it's in two boxes,
0: oh, okay, so to our listeners at home, there's two boxes. Of uh the lightsaber packet from like where you get where you put like the lightsabers that you buy from like um Galaxy's Edge. But I didn't know how big that is. So both boxes are cows. Yeah. That's here. actually insane. He's grabbing the sabers now, people.
1: I'll just grab one because you'll get the you'll
0: get the picture. It's I mean the boxes are, are the standard boxes that they give yeah, the, and the sabers. Think, and I
1: think it's also the heaviest. Because, really? yeah, because like technically it's not cal's saber It's it was his masters yeah and he was a big freaking dude yeah yeah yeah. so his saber just gets absolutely massive <gasps> that's guys only part, that's only part of it yeah yeah you could it is it.
0: so pretty in person <laughs> yeah
1: no it's, it's,
0: it's oh my god this thing's massive oh my god i'll have to take this off well we're gonna do like star wars asmr lightsaber attachment thing Oh, my God. The assembly is insane for this thing. And the fact that they look so good, too.
1: Oh, yeah. No, like, that's what I love about these. The the Legacy Savers. Um, I do, a, at some point, want to get, like, a custom one. I'm not a fan of, like, the custom ones that you get at Galaxy's Edge. They're a little cheapy looking. They, that's just me. Yeah. Like,
2: the,
1: like, these are, like, so high quality. I think the only one that was kind of a miss for me, and I, I, I really wanted it, too, was the... The dark saber. Oh really? Yeah, like that one looks cheapy, like to, to me. To you? Yeah, like it uh-huh. looks. It looks too plasticky. It doesn't look like. Uh huh. And even like the actual blade, it it just looks too cheap.
0: The thing is that with the dark saber, to be quite honest with you, like the blade looks very interesting, even in like the man and the Mandalorian, like it looks very interesting. Like I feel like. Because, like, putting it from, like, a cartoon to paper to, like, a live action, there's only so much that you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's, like, it's just so weird. It's such it a looks, weird- like, if you guys don't know what the Darksaber looks like, it's black, basically. It's, the, it's a matte black saber, and it's coming from Clone Wars. This is the first time we see it in person from Clone Wars in live action. So, for us to see it in person, like, it looks weird because it's, like, a black... But then you need a you need to put it in, in like live action. It's just weird. It looks weird. Again, for the listeners, he is currently trying to show me the saber. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Well, you, you have your own, right? So. I have my own, yeah. I, I bought Ben Solo's before they decided to no longer sell him anymore. That was my 24th birthday present to myself. I told my mom I'm buying one thing, and the one thing is going to be Ben Solo's lightsaber. And so the guy who rung me up, he was like, oh ben solo's kind of popular and i looked at him I'm like uh yeah he is and he and then i told him i'm like the fact that we only have two things of merchandise from him which is this saber and a pop figure like that's kind of that pisses me off and it's really heavy it's super pretty i love it the design's insane oh my god
1: (laughs) oh oh yeah for the asmr
0: yeah yeah for the asmr so uh, justin's gonna hold the microphone
1: the switches over here. It's oh, ju- it's okay. just a normal switch.
0: Wow. I love turning on sabers. That's weird that his does that noise though.
1: That is how it sounds though from the game.
0: No, I know, but like it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah. So yeah if you thrust the hilt, it will actually make the noise. The, only the hilt like thrust the hilt yeah there
0: you oh, go okay because his shoots out like very fast it's very fast yeah because the ben solo one it's like the choo, whoosh, but this one is like choo, choo. no they, they all
1: sound different yeah which like is super super cool
0: the the bottom of the hill is really nice too i i love how they put <laughs> like an insane amount of detail in this thing that's it's crazy that this thing's massive yeah i just
1: had to put it away because like i just didn't trust it because of the since the bottom of the sabers like all purposely destroyed
0: yeah um again for the listeners at home if you enjoyed that asmr please continue to subscribe to my podcast hit the bell hit the bell Clip subscribe. Let's get about 10,000 likes. So the bottom of the saber hilt, if you guys have never played uh, Fallen Order or have never seen Cal, the bottom of the saber is broken basically. So it's like a plasticky material. So it's not metal of how uh, everything is of like every other saber. This one has like that weird plastic end to it. So I get what you mean about the whole like, you feel like you might break it or it might bend. It's just like, yeah,
1: just just that bottom part yeah the bottom but one's kind of weird it's huge yeah like, so th- this one since i already have it out because th- this one's darth Maul's, and since this one's also a dual saber <gasps> yes so just the hilt you know goes up to this big but that one like is even bigger yeah so like there's no way in hell i could like <laughs> have like both of them connected and then have two blades indoors right it's like it's just it's, ab- it's absolutely not
0: that's like going to like a like if you go to a, like a convention for sure if you're cosplaying. But at that rate, it's just like but you're gonna bonk. You for sure are gonna bonk somebody. You will definitely bonk somebody. So uh, Justin's girlfriend tied a piece of string to the end of the uh, the saber for from Darth Maul, and my and me and Michael's brand new kitty is playing with the piece of string. Who needs a cat toy when you have lightsabers?
1: If you wanna try it out. Oh, well, Darth Maul's.
0: I didn't- Another ASMR guys. This will be the last one. <laughs> this is this is the last ASMR. So this one you have to like actually turn oh. the dial. So all the sabers have like, like a click, like a click up thing. This one is one of the only ones that has this, right? Yeah, you just turn it. Okay.
1: <gasps> yeah, again, it's like you have yeah. to thrust the hilt for it to make the noise.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. This is so nice. I love, like, his is such a clean design.
1: No, and it fits him perfectly because yeah. it's light. You see how much lighter it is compared to the oh, other one. Oh,
0: hundred percent. This is way lighter it's than the other It's like two times. It's like,
1: yeah, it's like super light because he's just a very nimble fighter. Yeah. In general.
0: But I love how, like, the like to turn it off. <sighs> see, like, all of them are so weird, but it, they all fit like their personality, which is honestly like really cool. Anyway, if you really like that ASMR, guys, (laughs) don't worry. There mayhaps be more, cause they have three other boxes of sabers. Yeah, we got got Ahsoka's from Clone Wars, which I'm insanely jealous. I (laughs) will fight you. Uh,
1: Dooku's, and then I'm planning on getting Vader's. uh, Vader's, Luke's, and Linda's planning on getting Obi Wan's. And we've been trying. We've been trying to get the. the Mandal- like, the Mandalorian Ahsoka Sabres. But oh those God. are so freaking hard to get.
0: They, any, like, Ahsoka Sabres in general are very difficult to they find. They dropped
1: on May the 4th. They dropped, uh, like, that limited edition box. I don't know <gasps> if you saw it.
0: That was the most...
1: Ugh, dude, I'm sorry. And I it had sold a, I out in moment. five minutes.
0: I believe it. I had a moment. And I had a moment looking at that freaking post. Because I was like, no way. I was going to drop
1: money. Like, I was going to immediately drop money. Because, like, like, our plan was, like, I have that one. Those are my Ahsoka sabers. And then she has the clone, the, the clone Wars. The Clone
0: Wars Ahsoka sabers. And it's such a beautiful box, too. It was so nice. Like, the whole thing was just insane. But I'm like, I knew for a fact I wasn't able to even get one.
1: And we, we got um, the voice actor's signature, too.
0: <gasps> you got Ashley Eckstein's <laughs> I love her. I'm a
1: huge Ahsoka and we, fan. And, and when she asked, like, oh, what color do you want to sign? And we're like, orange, of course. It's like, uh, <laughs> duh.
0: Did you think we were gonna ask you to do another color yeah, so right on her box she has her her signature. her signature she was so nice you guys
1: went to a convention yeah we we met her in person. she was super freaking nice
0: she I heard that she's one of the most nicest people she's super to down to earth
1: and like um when uh I was working at my other game studio, she even asked it's like um'cause she asked like oh what do I do i'm like oh i'm a I'm an environment artist for like you know video games and she's like oh is your company hiring for (laughs) any voice work (gasps) oh my god and i'm like i'm like i don't know i'll I'll, but i could get back to you but like she's like that down to earth where she's just like very open to like kind of whatever and she'll like talk about anything yeah super she she's such a,
0: a a great woman one of, one of my goals is to meet her at some point. I have a list of voice actors that I, I would love to get stuff signed from and stuff. I have Futaba's voice actress from Persona 5 and I have uh the voice actors of Diva sign my over my OG Overwatch copy. So that was that was super exciting to see. I also met Lindsay and Michael from Achima Hunter. Oh. That oh, and I have a photo a picture too. That was such an awesome moment. I met Vic Mngoga way before the the uh the events that have occurred of his allegations Ugh. i met him because my friend was like getting her ukulele signed and we sang for him it was a fun moment but now looking back i'm like mm, you know it was okay and then i met um uh, all the voice actors for steven universe i haven't met estelle and i haven't met no i haven't met estelle estelle's the only one i haven't met because my friend was getting her stuff signed too hey, wow you went ham I didn't pay for shit. (laughs) My friend. So I tagged with my friend and her cousin. And they were. She was paying to meet everyone. And I was like. (gasps) And so then I was dressed as Mafia Jinx from League of Legends. And then the voice actor of Steven. He plays League of Legends. And so he's like oh what rank are you i'm like oh i don't do rank but i'm level blah 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 and uh jinx is my main he's like oh jinx is my main too and i'm like really like wow okay he was like "One you're younger than me so i'm like well, whatever <laughs> i'm like oh whatever but i really want to meet her um ashley my friend met her at a convention that happened in oklahoma she lives there she met her dressed as anakin from the ending of clone wars like oh, okay. tor- towards like the end yeah of clone yeah, wars. yeah not not full vader no no like the like the long last hair season. yeah well season six season seven around there so it was super dope uh shout out Grim at uh, Grim ray on instagram i love you Grim. thank you for showing sharing me that moment with you but moving on from all that jazz so your origin story is fun I think everybody's origin story is kind of like the same, basically. Yeah, it's always like the one of the parents. It's the parent. Mine was my dad. My dad showed me Star Wars and I showed him the rest of Star Wars because his Star Wars perception was i watched it in 1982 and that's it and where's the pod racing i'm like dad it's episode five he's like okay but where's the pods (laughs) and i'm like and i'm like really like that's the only thing that you want so when we got to episode just pod racing so we got to episode one and he was like oh okay this movie's fun i'm like dad is the movie with the freaking pods and he was like oh my god wow and i'm like oh my god fucking jesus christ but after showing him star wars and like him showing me star wars it was kind of like a full circle moment and it was also during quarantine so like we got nothing better than do than yeah. just watch star wars and then that was during episode nine that was finally being released on blu-ray so i ventured into the unknown which is buying from target during like the beginnings of may so it was kind of like may 2020 so i i it, ugh, i had to sanitize the box and everything it was just so weird and then we watched episode nine i cried for 45 minutes out of sheer me being pissed that i had to watch this movie again and then me going on another 45 minute rant the rise of skywalker right yes episode nine rise of skywalker i went on another 45 minute rant talking to my dad about it because he just he was like oh wow ray skywalker and i was like ah like crying out of pure being pissed and, like, ugh, God, like, that movie, I'm so sorry, but I will never forgive Rise of Skywalker for ruining, like, the the sequel trilogy. I just...
1: That was the big nail in the coffin. That was
0: the nail in the coffin of just, like, what the fuck is going on? It was. It
1: was honestly, like, their last chance to try... Ugh, the Last Jedi was just already such a mess that, as it is, it was, like, so hard to fix it.
0: I really liked the last jedi i think that's th-
1: that th- that's the movie that's like actually like divisive it's like, very it's very divisive Cause... i know most people could agree that the the rise of skywalker at least at least majority of people i want to say like benefit of the doubt 60 65% yeah. that's what benefit of the doubt yeah that would agree that that movie just was not good
0: for me on my end like i fell in love like i already loved <laughs> force awakens
1: i enjoyed force awakens
0: i really like force awakens like, like
1: even though it was a you know just a copy paste at the end of the day it oh, was for still sure. it was it was a safe movie it was still enjoyable
0: it was an it was a nice introduction to everything and then the last jedi on my end i really liked it I yeah, found, i'm really curious yeah you. so when the last jedi came out i watched it uh premiere weekend on friday when yeah, it same. came out i remember seeing it premiere. yeah so I was super excited, super hyped. It was it was such an amazing oh, moment. Everyone the... was
1: beyond hyped oh, because God. Th- yeah, cause, but, sorry to, to like pause you. right oh, good. Gonna... Um, yeah, because like the Force Awakens, even though like majority of people like kind of had like either really loved it or like oh it was pretty good, and then you know a few people would be like oh you know like as uh, hot garbage blah blah blah. It's
0: like this isn't Star Wars like.
1: Yeah, like even even though it was literally a copy paste movie, but I digress. <laughs> uh everyone really really including myself really wanted to see all right now let's see what you do with the sequels
0: it's like new director new direction let's fucking see what yeah, happens so
1: everyone was really excited to to see that i know like i, w- I was like just every trailer that would come out i'll be Dude. all over it i'll rewatch the trailers over yeah. and I'm like oh my god i can't
0: i can't wait yeah like so when star wars celebration came out i had to go to the beach And I woke up at 8 a.m. to watch all of the live stream. And I filmed my reaction. I have it on my phone. I filmed my reaction like freaking out to episode eight. Because I was like, oh my God. Like, what is this? Who is she? What is going on? All this stuff.
1: Uh, Fun fact. So my my girlfriend, Linda, that was her first Star Wars movie she's (gasps) ever seen. And then from that point, she was like, she's like, what's all this hype? This movie sucked. Linda. (laughs) And... (laughs) And then when she told me that, because like I would before I got her into Star Wars, she was always like, yeah, no, like this franchise, like she was just not interested yeah. with the franchise. And I'm like, no, 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 let's watch it in the proper order, because you literally watched The Last Jedi as your first Star Wars movie. Of course, like, yeah, you're you're going to have like this mindset.
0: What's your what was the order that you showed her? Because everybody oh, I did the machete order. Which is in uh, in order of release, so yeah, yeah, no,
1: I did the same. I, oh, okay. I feel like I feel like that. In my opinion, I feel like that's the best way to go. Yeah, because be- you could appreciate, you know, like for its time, it's like okay, these are older movies that came out. Yeah, like that. I feel like you just appreciate those older films.
0: Yeah,
2: more.
1: And
0: not only that, like you spoil yourself that Anakin is Darth Vader.
1: Yeah, and on top of that. Well, wow, the cat distracted me. I like oh. completely. <laughs> like, uh,
0: and also. Uh, I, I was on to something and I was like, cat. I mean, to me, I did the machete order for my dad because his first movie was episode five. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reintroduce Star Wars to him. And he was like, I really want to watch the first one that came out. I'm like, which one? You know, there was just so many. So he wanted to watch episode four. And I'm like, OK, we did episode four. We did four, five, six, yeah. one, two, three. I showed him that, Rogue... That's why I yeah. showed him. I showed him Rogue One. And then we did uh, six, uh, Seven, Eight, Nine. Because I was like... Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I think
1: we did that too. But we did Rogue One. No, like after episode six. Not not after episode six.
0: After episode three?
1: Yeah, it was after... Because we did four, five, six. Then one, two, three. Then Rogue One. And then... Did you and, watch And Solo? then we watched the sequels. Yeah, we, we did. I We saw Solo... You didn't see it? Oh, she watched it on her own. I, I watched it, like... I, that was the one movie I didn't see, uh, like, on release. Because, like... Me, too. Because I was just, like... I like Han as a character. I just... After... And I know, like, you have a different opinion with The Last Jedi. But after seeing The, uh, the Last Jedi, it was just, like... It kind of burnt me out.
0: I think a lot... I agree. And a I lot saw that people. movie
1: three times in theaters. And, like, the first time I saw it, I, I just had, like... Just me being like just crazy about the franchise mm-hmm. I I was like oh my god this movie is awesome then I sat think about like was thinking about it and I'm like mm, I'll watch it again so I watched it again with a few other friends and I'm like oh man <laughs> 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 what, what the fuck
0: because I think the hype dies and you're just like okay now I'm gonna psychoanalyze this movie yeah like you
1: actually like are because like it's like okay I'm done fangirling Right. actually, but I remember the first time I watched that movie when I saw like the you know the very famous Carrie, uh, super Carrie Fisher you know flying through space like even the first time watching it like I, my my jaw dropped I'm like what the fuck I didn't get it
0: i didn't half the,
1: f- half the theater was laughing the other half was just like what the fuck my is theater, my theater
0: my theater was silent my theater was silent because I think we were all in all all
1: three times like from yeah from force awakens and last jedi like the theater was just like super hyped like all the times that i went the rise of skywalker that was the only movie i only saw
0: once yes so i saw
1: once and i'm like i never want to see this again (laughs) i so
0: so done i had the unfortunate circumstance that i had to watch it twice once on premiere weekend (laughs) <laughs> twice because i had to watch it with my dad i'm never i swear to god yes we got for for my rat lows for my ray lows we did get our canon but at what cost i know that's a very unpopular opinion for everybody i know it's it's like a huge discourse don't worry about it all my friends got bullied off the internet because of it but um i sat in that theater and i flailed my arms my ex-boyfriend was very confused and the guy next to me was like cheering too and then spoiler alert for the Rise of Skywalker I'm so sorry if you've never watched this movie in fact you don't have to yeah I'm not sorry I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not sorry you don't have to watch this movie in fact I'm glad that you haven't been able to watch it but spoiler alert just in case heads up so when they smooched I was like fuck yeah and then he died and I was like why the fuck did this happen no
1: when that happened you could ask Linda in the theater i literally yelled out why me th- why <laughs> Me too. I, I was already no because i'm like okay like i'm like oh shit all right kylo's gonna di- kylo gonna die like yeah. as a you know as a hero like like how his grandfather did Yeah. Uh, but then they just like oh ray is going to fuck i i barely remember it because it was just i was just so like so i'll catch you up to speed because I unfortunately remember this movie. Yeah, you at least have more experience. I <laughs> yes. do
0: because uh, so, so after Ray died,
1: it, quote unquote. Ray
0: died, and then she heard all the voices of the Jedi, and like on premiere weekend, which that part
1: was cool. I was like, all right. Awesome. I was confused, fan, fan service,
0: because I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear what voices were coming out. And then somebody came out with an edit of like who was saying what.
1: I caught a few, and I even went to Linda like that's obi you heard obi-wan i'm like
0: <laughs> there i heard a so kind of like it's just, a- <laughs> <Yeah, literally. laughs> like, like i was freaking out and then um so she died she comes back and then the dyad yada 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 uh ben gives the last of his life force fucking moron anyway to ray saves her and she was like ben And whatever, yada, yada. The the novelization goes more in detail, which makes me cry every time. And then they were like, he's finally happy. And then he dies. So what's the redemption arc? Fucking nowhere, thrown out everywhere. So then she has to leave Exegol to go back to the Rebellion base in Luke's X-Wing. And then she, yeah, yeah, Luke's X-Wing. And then she reunites with Poe and Finn no reunited with Rose, for sure. Rose is thrown out the fucking uh, window. I mean, I'm, no offense to the
1: actress. Great person. And I, I don't blame her at all. For I blame the writers. <laughs> yeah, I blame wholly the writer, like, on the writers. They, they wrote in just a bad character. So I'm glad she barely
0: had any screen time. And I will and then, defend Rose Tico to the day <laughs> I die. Anyway. So she reunites with everyone and then that's, and then you think that's it no we're back on the fucking tatooine for the 80th time there's no other planet in this fucking galaxy except tatooine that's, what do you mean that's the only sand planet you're so right <laughs> we're just gonna ignore jakku we're gonna ignore the ignore the entire planet of jakku that's tatooine 2.0 yeah that's tatooine 2.0 it's just a modern <laughs> version of it so then she goes to tatooine and then she has leia and luke saber for some forsaken reason I didn't even know that Leia had a saber in the first place till it was introduced in that movie. Oh yeah. She, I only knew,
1: knew about it cuz there was comics.
0: There was comics, but like at that point Disney said the comics aren't canon, so we all just took it as it is. Even though
1: like most of the stuff that wasn't canon is they they did like make it canon, like majority of the stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then um so she buries the which we call it. She buries the sabers doesn't make any sense. There is no significance of Leia in Tatooine. There's n- Luke lived there, but at what cost? So Leia's saber shouldn't have been buried in Tatooine. And then she's looking off in the sunset. She sees the Force ghosts of Leia and Luke, I guess. And then some lady's like, who are you? Oh, I'm Rey. Rey who? Damn, last names really do matter in this fucking galaxy. I'm Ray Skywalker. Boom. That's it. Twin sons and the movie.
1: Th- that was one. It was me, and I, I. I remember I saw with with uh, Brian, and Linda, when that happened. I remember saying out loud, "I'm like, you, 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 you ruined it. You killed it. Because I'm like, why not take up Palpatine? Like, you know, his name, and make it into a good name.
0: Or just say." Just Ray. Yeah, just Ray. Either way would have worked perfectly, perfectly. fine. But Ray Skywalker. Oh sure, let's kill the other Skywalker, right? And let's make and her, ruin her and ruin <laughs> them. And make her who had no significance to the Skywalker name at all. I will literally die on this hill, Ray. Just Ray. Ray, nobody. Yeah. Ray, just her. Even even for
1: the, because like. Going back real quick to like, you know, the the legacy sabers that Disney has been pumping out. They had Anakin's saber. Yeah. And then I forgot which order. I know it was like Anakin's saber and then it was like Luke's saber yeah. or whatever. But then they were like, oh, now it's Ray saber. I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> no. So I bought a freaking key. So I had a Luke Skywalker keychain saber. From a million years ago, from like 2010, right? So I was like, oh, I want to buy an updated one. It said Ray on it. And I said, I don't want it because that's not her saber. That's not her saber. She took the saber because there was no other saber.
1: Yeah, she didn't know how to build one. She didn't either. know how to
0: build one. I would have loved to see the journey to find a kyber crystal and her put her energy...
1: Oh, that's a whole other can of... Oh, <laughs> for sure.
0: But I would love to have seen her put her energy... Towards the Kyber, like the Kyber crystal. So Rise of Skywalker, not good. Hated it. Probably one of the worst things I've ever witnessed. It brought me closer to my friends. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, You all shared like a single hatred. Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Literally, absolutely. Because after Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I'm going to read a lot of fan fiction to mend this hole in my heart. And so I found a ginormous community that was kind of like hidden for a very long time. And then with this movie, everyone just came out and was like, we all collectively hate this movie for all different reasons. And so that's how I found my online friends and I found this online community that since 2015, like since Force Awakens, like it's all kind of been like wishy-washy because nothing's really confirmed, you know, there's a lot of speculation, like who are these characters? Can we write fan fiction about it? Can we do fan art? Like, I don't know if it's frowned upon. And then it kind of just grew. But all like collectively throughout the like the scale of it of like every aspect of the Star Wars fandom, like I think everybody kinda hated it in a in a way. I just hated all of it, the whole writing bit. The only two minutes or the thirty seconds of that scene, I loved it. And then everything else was just a piece of shit. So Rise of Skywalker is not good. I think we we I think we all agree that it's not good
1: yeah and it's it was a real bummer but the bright side is we're getting like a bunch of like newer cool stuff like yeah. uh boba fett it hit certain places but then it was like big misses and you know it was I, just
0: mandalorian season three
1: yeah it's like season
2: 2.5 like, 2. 2. 5. yeah
1: just like i don't like i i've I just got flash I, i'm here like talking about it like I went to Nam but
0: (laughs) 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 Bernie Bernie
1: where's the helicopters and the choppers just like it's more so like I was just incredibly disappointed but honestly Mandalorian kind of brought that back
0: a little bit for me a little bit for you a little bit for me because at that point that was the first Disney Plus show right so everyone has high expectations and then towards the end of it i was already like in love with with mando Dindrara and the mandalorians their side of their story and stuff like that because we know the mandalorians because of boba fett but we also know the mandalorians because of uh, bo katan yeah. everything that happened in the clone wars so for them to kind of like bring them two together especially a lot in season two it was cool seeing, spoilers for Mando season two. Uh, it was cool seeing, <laughs> I have to put Run. it. Run! <laughs> Run, skip! I can't tell you where to stop. Um, it was cool seeing Bo-Katan and their Mandalorian story. Because Din Djarin is like, why do you guys have your helmets off? You guys are not real Mandalorians. And they're like, your Mandalorian Ray has way is so insanely outdated. Like, Bo-Katan's version of the Mandalorians is the modern take of it. But when Mando was coming out, again, I was spectacle. Because I was, like, kind of, like, like, you know, like, am I going to like it or not? Because Tross was just not it for me. And that really solidified the death of the Skywalker line. Figuratively and literally. And... I mean, now with Obi-Wan coming back, maybe there can be a resurgence of the Skywalker line in the sense of maybe like, I can have faith in it again. Like,
1: I could I could 100% see, like, a possible show about Luke because after episode three, like, he has his own... And that's the thing. A lot of, like, Luke's comics and, like, any novelization, um, like is considered like not canon yeah but because of like kind of the way disney's been approaching all the what they deemed not canon anymore they bring most of it back and then they make it canon in and
0: like legends right yeah everything in legends
1: so i could definitely see them doing like a luke show and like i feel like if they do do that i think that would definitely like revive that character
0: (laughs) right i mean even with cgi luke another spoiler for mando season two for C.J. Luke coming... Yeah, before the spoiler. Yeah, before the spoiler. For C.J. Luke coming in the end of Mando and being kind of like the savior of all, kind of love like a sour taste in my mouth because I, right. ex- I was expecting another person in that X-Wing to be H. Oh, no. The moment I saw that X-Wing, like, I, I
1: remember I was watching it with, with my girlfriend. And we're both like like seeing like who it is. I'm looking at the X-Wing. I'm like, no way. That's all I kept saying. I'm like, no way. Yeah. It, it, like, She's like, who, who? I'm like, wait, hold on, I'm not sure. Give me a second.
0: Cause because I swear to God, I was thinking some other character. I don't know who I was thinking about. But, but X I was,
2: Wing. Like I who, thought
0: who? I thought it would have been Cal, to be completely honest with you. My mind, for some reason, I was like, I want that SSR zero point zero one pull. I I'm manifesting Cal. I don't know why, but I was like, I, I feel like it was too soon
1: for them to do Cal stuff. Right. I feel like that like eventually they might do a thing. Cause you know he's based. Cal's based off of a real actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he plays like action roles. I forgot the actor's name, but I know he he plays. He like, was in Shameless. He was also in the Gotham show.
0: Yes, he was the equivalent of the Joker. Well, yeah. he is. Well, he yeah, he was, was Joker, the Joker, but
1: yeah. I don't think they. Yeah, so he could he could totally do that live action, but I feel like we won't kind of see that till like maybe after the a sequel of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, but crap what were you we talking about before? x-wing man yes so when we we're when we we're uh watching that uh the moment i saw a black glove oh my God. i was like I, that's when i started popping off and i'm like i'm like wait it has to be luke <laughs> it has to be luke and um i was telling and linda's like no way no yeah. way yeah yeah and you know, this robed figure just
0: boom boom. Yeah, I was the whole time I was just like, Oh my god. I was in shock because this is the, the season finale. I'm crying at oh, this so rate. Happy. It was it was a lot. It was a lot of emotions. Cause at that point I was just like, Bro. Like I I really wanted a rare ass character. Cause we had a we we have Ahsoka. We finally have a live action Ahsoka. And I'm like, dude, they're pulling all the stops. Like I was just assuming some other character. I wasn't really expecting Luke, but it was still a cool nod. Now, the CGI, that kind of freaked me out a little bit because he feels very robotic.
1: Yeah, someone uh, someone did a deep fake of, of that pretty much and made it like a lot better.
0: Yeah. And he
1: actually got hired by that CG team, the, their, their Star Wars CG team.
0: Oh.
1: So, yeah, like, um, and he apparently, I'm I'm pretty sure this is correct what I'm saying. But he did the um did the deep fake for any recent like more recent like Luke appearances, like for, for Boba Fett, for example. Yeah. I, I believe he worked on that. And like that looks better. That like if you if you compare the two, like it, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, like the Boba Fett one looks a lot better.
0: I still am not a fan of the voice. <clears throat> so what the voice is is that they took they took clips of the first they three mixed, movies. They
1: yeah, they remixed it. Yeah. With like, but if I don't know, it's the best that they could do.
0: The, the scenes didn't. Because Mark hit. Hamill, like he sounds He's different old. now. Yeah,
1: Mark Hamill's been present in like all yes. the Luke appearances,
0: which is I'm glad. I'm very happy that he at least is. Like, yeah, because because Dave Filoni, like he gives a
1: shit.
2: Like <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah, just he, a little he, bit. He cares yeah. about the
1: franchise, so yeah, like he wants to try to revive Luke because they really just changed up his whole character and I'm, it, it sucks like you know behind the you know on the other side of the coin or like seeing from another perspective it, it seems kind of like silly to be frustrated over that yeah it's like oh they changed my character my one my favorite <laughs> my, my childhood character yeah and it's like that's not the fucking point yeah my characters go through arcs yeah and, and it's like but Luke went through his biggest arc, which was becoming to who he was after Episode Three, yeah, and onward. That was such a huge, like, arc for him. That was like his life arc. And then now he's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be a hero anymore. The the Jedi are dead. Like he did. Like he just fucking gave up with everything for one little thing.
0: Well, the happened. thing. The thing that because they constantly bring it up they really don't want you to forget that he sensed darkness in ben and tried tried to kill him right which
1: was everything against
0: against the code yeah so the thing that i don't understand is that well when the kylo ren comic came out it was shown that like ben really didn't destroy the temple it was uh snoke through palpatine it was some weird they were just trying to like Make sure that people knew that it wasn't Ben doing it. The comics go in detail. I I, I bought the compilation. I read it's the whole thing. So make you feel
1: more more sorry for for Ben? For
0: Ben, because he was tormented since the moment he like existed with Luke. It, it was just more the fact of like he sensed darkness and Darth Vader. Like he knew Darth Vader was bad, but he sensed light, so he didn't fucking kill Darth exactly. Vader. Exactly. So yes. I don't understand why he decided. Ice and darkness in Ben, I'm gonna kill him instead of talking to them. So Ben, and a poor impressionable child that has seen Luke Skywalker as like his hero.
1: So that's why that, that like just that whole mess yeah. made no sense.
0: That that pissed me off about Luke Skywalker. If he if if his choice to continue the Jedi. Or whatever. That was his idea. That was his thing at the end of the day. The temple being destroyed and killing everybody is pretty traumatic. He's gone through so much as just, like, when he reached, when we reached him in, you know, Star Wars, like the first one. So, of course, there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of stuff. But he persevered through all of it. But as an older person, this is his sister's child that he was under, that they trusted him. So... I don't know like it was just like a lot of back and forth and so for them to say oh Luke Skywalker is an old hag in the middle of nowhere in toe, yeah that, I guess I'm assuming that like he would reside to being a comf- like to be far far away like not and this is like
1: what you're talking about right this instant that's like your perspective from episode seven right? that's
0: my perspective of episode seven and episode eight yeah. I I get it i understand am i mad that they made him doubt ben solo aka his nephew yeah i'm pissed because he could have killed darth vader at that moment if he wanted to too in yeah, episode and then we six. have a
1: shittier story and
0: then, yeah of course because luke has always seen the good in people no matter who they are that's why he didn't kill darth vader in like the fifth or the sixth movie and
1: that was also like just a great part about his character yeah 'Cause like there's just a lot of people out there that you know, this is like a childhood hero and that was the whole point of that character. So that's why like Mark Hamill is just like, Man, this isn't the fucking character. Like yeah. you're and he hated he hated every second of like doing with that. Yeah. Outside of, you know, reuniting with Carrie Fisher and um Harrison Ford. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was a good reu- like reunion moment. I'm not I'm not going to say that he wasn't like totally in love with the whole thing. Every director has their own kind of perspective on the characters, but I don't know. I feel like to me, I feel like we have explored so much of Luke Skywalker that I feel like it's it's cool to try to give the spotlight on somebody else. Um which which they, they 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 kinda are now.
1: Like Now they are, for sure. But I feel like that at the end of Mandalorian was kinda necessary. And just like
0: It it made sense. Just just
1: being like, Oh, you know, we're gonna try to fix Luke. That's kinda like the message I got. It's like we're gonna try our best. I mean he's not a his character's not destroyed. It's just like Let's let's try to show you, like, let's fill in like as many in betweens of like how fucking great, you know, he was, and like, yeah, even though this is now written off as he became a hermit, maybe they'll that will make us appreciate that more. Who yeah. who who knows? Yeah. Because like what we talked about earlier, like pre podcasts was, um, it's kind of the same thing with the prequels that people now have a little more appreciation. Granted, you know, either all or half or just one is, you know, shit to most people. But like that just has like a place in, I feel like most of our hearts, whether it's like, you know, a little bit of nostalgia. But just like seeing everything that has come out between Clone Wars and everything, like you have like a slight more appreciate appreciation of those films. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to like build that. Like kinda of what happened with the prequels, try to do better learning from those mistakes. Yeah. So I'm being hopeful for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, now it's like uh I know I follow this girl um she's on TikTok and her main thing is like collecting uh Phantom Menace Darth Maul stuff from like episode one. And she was, like, exp- like people were asking her, like, why specifically, like, this niche thing with all, like, episode one? She's, like, growing up, I never had a chance to get any of this stuff. So, it's cool. in episode one, whatever, regardless of what anyone says, it's my favorite. She loves Jar Jar. She loves Darth Maul. So, it's, like, cool that, like, now, even in Clone Wars and all this stuff that we actually can get more context to a lot of characters that we were never able to explore because we were so limited in the sense of pre-Disney buyout of what content was available, um, and this is a great segue to the Obi-Wan show. So Obi-Wan, yes, we do know the great story of Obi-Wan Kenobi from Padawan to Jedi Master, but in the in between, between Episode Three and Episode Four, so much time has passed. Yep. So if you remember the end of Re- of Revenge of the Fifth. Grindel Revenge the fifth. of the Sith? <laughs> Guys, it, it's May 20th. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Jeez Louise. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, um, Yoda basically tells Obi Wan, it's like, you need to go in hiding. You need to give these kids away and you need to yeah. go in hiding. So Obi Wan takes Leia to the beautiful planet of Alderaan. made the soul rest in internal peace.
1: And then look to a piece of shit. And then look to the
0: piece of shit sand planet Tatooine that we all know and love. You know, we can never get sick and tired of it. And so then he like stares at them at the sunset, leaves, and that's it. Roll credits, and then we jump right into episode four. But now with the Obi Wan show, um, first of all, holy crap! Right, like Ewan McGregor is back. Hayden Christensen is back too we got brand new characters the inquisitor like we are getting so much stuff and that is kind of like my main focus to like kind of get back into star wars because i took like a little bit of a break like after boba fett like i was i
1: was disappointed like with boba fett like boba fett as a character he's one of my favorites in star wars and man they did my boy dirty <laughs> they did a dirty there (laughs) was
0: there was a girl there's a cosplayer that i know that she does youtube videos and her first episode is did boba go soft and i was like period me yeah because where is this ruthless bounty hunter that has so many that has been cloned to god knows when that has clones of himself and he went soft i get it trauma but babe, like you fought to the death to survive, you survived the, the, the Starlock Pit, you survived with the with the Tuscan Raiders. He's been doing this shit since he was a kid. Since a kid, it's in your fucking DNA. You saw your father die in front of your very eyes in Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Attack of- yeah, Attack of the Clones. And now you're just like honor and respect. Eh, why? No, where's the bloodshed? So the Boba go soft? Maybe. I don't know.
1: The the main redeeming parts about that like that show at least is every part with Boba that's with the Tuscan Raiders or involving the Tuscan Raiders. Beautiful. That was great. Um the <laughs> the Mandalorian
0: segments? Mandalorian season 2.5.
1: Yeah, 2.5 and that's pretty much it. Everything focusing mainly boba was just like mediocre or just bad
0: yeah i feel like i don't know what their point was for boba fett this show but like i had high expectations i had very high expectations. as once as one does as one has because man learned no because mando was so good you're just like oh man holy shit like you we have two great seasons of mando you have the last season of the clone wars finally coming out it's fantastic yeah they were it's, hitting they were hitting hard boom 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 you got a triple decker like you are ready to go so what's the quad? what's the quad book of bobo you hype it up at the end of Mando of mando season two that's the post credit scene and then book of Boba starts so I procrastinated watching Boca Boba because I usually wait till like one or two episodes come out so I can binge them both and kind of have an idea. Um, I procrastinated till episode... How many episodes is it? Like seven? Five it's or six? It's not a lot. I procrastinated to the second to last episode. And all the reviews that I've seen... Like at that point, like with Star Wars, I don't like being spoiled. But with Boca Boba, I was just like, I'll look at the the hashtag like I don't really care and that's not good for me to be like yeah I'll spoil myself of the biggest franchise in the whole world so Book of Boba not good I'm still excited for Mando season three and I'm especially excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi because I feel like they really are just like this is such a high legacy character, one of the most highest regarded characters yep. ever. The fact that Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen both said we're coming back, you have to yeah, like because they
1: also know who's uh, who's behind the helm too. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, you guys won't fuck it up.
0: Yeah, of or at course. At least I hope. I hope so too. I'm That's still
1: keeping my expectations a little low because my just looking at the trailer because I. I mostly just like to see, like, one trailer when I see things. Just I don't see too much. Um, but seeing that first trailer, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> and I know a, a lot of people would agree with me. Um, the Inquisitor just, he looked goofy. A little bit. He looked like an egg. A straight-up egg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks... You know how, like, soap has, like, ridges when it's nearing the end of its life cycle? dead ass,
1: look like... Like
0: soap. Soap. Like bar soap at the end of its life. Everything else about that trailer besides Soap Man, very good. Yeah, it it got me excited, but
1: I need to keep my expectations low. Just so I won't be too disappointed if it is... (laughs) Did you... uh No, no, no. no, Go go on.
0: Uh, Did you see... The most recent trailer with Darth Vader in it. No. Okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> I didn't.
1: I did not want to see that. No. I want to just like see him in all his glory, like boom, right okay. then and there. Okay.
0: So avoid promo pictures
1: for. I mean, if I see a promo picture, I'll be like, ah, okay, well, fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, because right now that we're st- we still have the Vogue picture page up, like there's one picture of Hayden Christensen like start like training to like just doing his lightsaber yeah, training, his reprising his role and then we have right here like uh one of the inquisitors and um darth Failure. but it's very small so it's not that big of a deal yeah but still like this is one of the most hypest things ever like th- i think this is bigger than like a premiere night and i think disney plus might crash <laughs> on premiere oh, day
1: no, it's funny because I'm, I'm going on a trip with a few friends um, next weekend and that's when it comes out. <gasps> that's
0: right.
1: So I, I told him I'm I'm like at night when we're done, you know, what, we, what we're doing during the day. I'm watching that with or with you oh, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm watching that. I don't want to get spoiled.
0: I'm actually so mad. My dad um, is a huge Top Gun fan. So for his birthday on Friday. I got him premiere tickets to IMAX for a Top Gun for Maverick. And that's the same day that Obi-Wan comes out. Oh. And then my friend texts me. He's like, hey, are you and Mike working on Friday? Like, let's. We'll, we're going to have an Obi-Wan like watch night. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> I'm so That's <laughs> what you get so for being pissed. nice. Yeah, that's what I get for, for buying my dad premiere tickets. So my Obi-Wan experience is going to happen before I watch Maverick. So literally, like I have the day off so i'm probably gonna end up watching the first two episodes because on friday next week the first two episodes are coming out yeah yeah so they're being nice and they're giving us two episodes so yeah because they have to push it back they did
1: that's why they're doing two episodes
0: they were gonna release it on wednesday the 25th but they were like we're moving it to friday and i'm like god no! Only because I've seen Top Gun. I am so uh I mean I love my dad. Top Gun is nostalgic. What? Fuck my dad. But fuck! I just wanted to see Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Cause I was ready to like stay out till like 3 a.m. Cause it comes out in like California first. So at midnight in California it's 3 a.m. for us. That's how I watched the last episode of WandaVision. I stayed up till like three in the morning waiting for the episode to drop and for me to watch it because they
1: usually drop at three in the morning fucking ridiculous i have a i have a good friend a good friend of mine he's also like really huge on star wars um yeah he he, he's a madman and will stay up till like 3 a.m to to watch it and then go to bed
0: yeah i couldn't do that but maybe for this probably end up doing it um, I still won't. <laughs> no, I'll be dead exhausted because I worked that Thursday. So me for me to stay up till like 3.30 in the morning, I mean, good luck for me. I don't know. Because
1: think about it. It's like, oh,
0: man, staying up till 3 a.m. Oh, boy. And then boy. that first episode
1: flops. And then it's like.
0: Uh, uh, <coughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I can't wait to see all the freaking <laughs> I can't,
1: tweets. Can't, I can't wait to sleep for
0: two hours. Fuck. <laughs> But overall, it's still probably one of the, like, again, the hypest thing to come out this month. And I'm just thankful that we were able to even get it greenlit. Because the last Star Wars celebration before the Panini happened, I think, was in 2019. The Panini. The Panini. And Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Star Wars at this career, or Lucasfilms, she brought out ira mcgregor and she was like is there gonna be an obi-wan kenobi he she, i think she said is there gonna be an obi-wan kenobi show or are you gonna come back as obi-wan kenobi and he said yes and i nearly passed out because i was like no fucking way like this is a prank like ashton kutcher like yeah, come out I, like i'm I pumped not believe
1: it at first no but this is it like he's only doing this and, and that's he, it. he's not he, he i think he even said that he's not going back No,
0: they, Disney Plus even said that this is a limited series because with Mando and Book of Bobo, they didn't say it was a limited series, but for this one, they, like, they make sure you see the limited series thing at the bottom of it. So for sure, like one and done, that's it. And I'm really thankful and really happy that Hayden Christensen decided to agree to come back as Anakin. Oh, no, I think he.
1: Any chance he would get in reprising that role, I think he would always do it. Yeah. He just. I. I think he. I think he enjoyed that. At least, like with a lot of the interviews I've seen and and from what I heard, like he really enjoys that character to play as. So, but I, uh-huh. there's only so much that they could probably like milk. Yeah. That anymore.
0: I mean, the thing that I always think about is that, like, a lot of people were always, will always be pissed of everyone who played Anakin up until obviously, like, episode one through three. Let me pissed. And I get that, but not to the point where, number one, you had to make baby Anakin not act anymore. And, you know, he was bullied to the point where he's now in jail. And has like a horrible mental illness because Star Wars fans are toxic to the point where, you know, like he didn't want to go back to acting. Not only that, Hayden Christensen didn't want to go to conventions, didn't want to do press, he didn't want to do Anakin anything Anakin anymore. But then he saw how much the community now loves him.
1: Remember what I said earlier about because of everything that's been coming out and everything, it makes a much greater appreciation for the the prequels when I went to a convention to to meet Hayden uh, you know just to get like a picture an autograph um yeah, he was like he was like stoked to be there and like there were so many pe- so many people yeah wanting to meet him and I'm like, this was not this like yeah. like what 10 years ago 10 plus yeah like it was it was never like that yeah and then over time it start he you know he started getting more and more popular as everything else started going mm-hmm. so that that that's that's usually my argument whenever someone says the prequels are worse than the sequels it's it's just that it, it grew on people hell maybe the sequels one day might grow on people maybe i think so I think but I I think too that Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau want to move away from that storyline and they want to just do completely like different shit and they'll like probably go back to it now and then but I think they want to try to like just move past it.
0: Yeah, because the Accolade movie that's coming out is a hundred years before Phantom Menace. It's super cool. Yeah, which is super dope. It's so nice that we can see like a hundred years before everything that has happened in the Phantom Menace. But the thing is, is that like we're going to the past on a lot of stuff because there's so many, there's so much stuff that needs to be explored. Oh, the, and
1: when we ever get to the Old Republic, that's like... Oh my God, that's dude. That's extensive. Like there's so much that they could do and uh like I tell people this all the time, if they fuck that up somehow, they're they're absolutely like just a bunch of monkeys. Like at the helm. Like I, I, I it's just like there's so much content that they could derive from.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. And Knights of the Old Republic is how many years before all of this? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know
1: exact exactly, but it's like it's way it's definitely it's right, it's de- uh, before High Republic. Okay. But the Old Republic was like a huge, like, era. And just so much happened in that era. Yeah. That, like, there's just so much to grab from.
0: I really hope that they can probably do a cartoon or a live action or something. Or like Clone Wars, that would be cool if they do, like, a Clone Wars style. Because they can actually do something like that. They can actually add quote-unquote more stuff that they can't do in live action
1: uh, uh, yeah like what they did with the bad batch like i bad batch was awesome i, I enjoyed bad batch um and like if they do that quality if not even better because i think their their team their animation team their lighting team just all of them over there like they literally did this high qu- quality like animation and just like it just looks so crisp yeah and like fuck that Disney money really coming yeah. through. It's like, wow,
0: that Disney money really put it towards all these that's editing programs. Because
1: that's expensive how it looks. That's a lot of fucking money.
0: I mean, the last episode, well, the last season of The Clone Wars looked... It looked like a movie. Phenomenal. It looked like phenomenal. Up a movie.
1: Yeah. And it, fuck, the, the last three episodes of that season is a literal movie. A movie.
0: Yeah. Like, Disney animation, regardless if it's Star Wars or not, fantastic people fantastic animators probably in the last like decade i've seen amazing tv shows come from it regardless i know we're not talking i I know it's not star wars but disney animation fantastic i really hope that newer animators that are coming in because there's a lot of people doing internships now because of the summer i hope they really come out with amazing shows and especially with star wars Again, Rebels is, I know Rebels is considered like a kids show, but there's just so much that happens in Rebels. Yeah, like we,
1: so I was watching it with my girlfriend, Stellinger. I only saw the first season. The first season is the weakest one.
0: Because they're still trying to figure out the pacing and.
1: Yeah, like the last few episodes of the first season, it actually starts getting like, you know, good. Second season, it's just wishy washy, but then after that, it just gets like a lot better. They still hold back, and you could tell, they hold back on a lot of the violence.
0: Because I think it was coming out um, through Disney XD. Yeah, no, literally.
1: That's literally why. Um, But it opened up, like, you know, everything that's going to be coming coming now for Ahsoka. And hell, that even opens up, like, multi-universe kind of stuff. Exactly. Which, there's a whole theory with that. There, there's a theory floating around that they might redo the sequels in 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 a way in like another like kind of universe
0: like world between world between worlds kind of thing yeah
1: because like that whole thing mm-hmm. is like it's portals to like different time periods yeah. different like it, it, it's a portal to a whole other thing
0: because ahsoka again another spoiler for clone wars oh rebels right rebel i think rebels rebels touched up on on the universe yeah yeah so the world between worlds exists the world between worlds is, is is a common theme in star wars especially in the clone wars and in rebels because of ahsoka so it's it's legit it exists it's there now do they want to explore it that's the thing that a lot of people on like my side of the star wars universe kind of really want to touch up on because our theory our tinfoil hat theory is that ben solo is not really dead because i think it's because it's something that has to do with this Force ghost it was a whole like thread like we extensively went on it so we're like the world between worlds exist why not explore the world between worlds and we think that ben might be alive in the world be between cool. worlds.
1: because uh, like yeah, the the, the really the, the in my opinion, the greatest redeeming quality of the sequels is Ben Kenobi Kylo Ren. Like he was like the most interesting character.
0: He was the most complex and I'm not happy that we couldn't exp- like I'm not happy that we couldn't explore it.
1: Yeah, I wanted more. And the fact it.
0: that I had to read a comic to explain his origin story of how he became well, Kylo Ren. They
1: did the same thing with Captain Phasma like i i read that comic too
0: you read did you read the book too of phasma because she had she had a standalone novel i i
1: haven't read the book yet that's something i do want to go back to because captain phasma as a character is actually really yeah. fucking cool and like she's they, super they sick said, they set her up like good yeah but the movies did her dirty yep like, they did her very dirty 'Cause so,
0: like Phasma looks so cool, you're hyping her up to be basically like Kylo Ren's like right hand man and she showed up less than like twenty minutes of screen time. And you have Gwendolyn Christie, which is this powerhouse of an actress, if you've ever seen her on Game of Thrones oh, of course. or anything that you've seen her in. Do like the sequels I love and I hate them. Um for many different reasons. But that's kind of what brought a lot of my friends together, um, in in the regards of like the, our Raylo fandom or just basically like our love for certain characters and stuff like that. Like I will say this, I've always said this, but fan fiction really has helped me kind of mend the hatred, the hole that Rise of Skywalker left in me. Yeah, because. There was a guy that re- literally rewrote all of Rise of Skywalker, and he was like kind of like in the middle ground. He wasn't like a like a yes man or a no man. He literally wanted to rewrite it, and it came out amazing, and people loved his version better than the one that we saw, and it was just more the fact of like, what, did, what happened? Where did we go wrong? We went wrong when we hired a Batman versus Superman writer. To be the writer for freaking Rise of Skywalker. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know, man. The modern era of, of Star Wars is fantastic. Because on top of everything that we've got confirmed, the Ahsoka show, the uh, the now the new Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's coming out later on this month, the Mando season three, the Cassian show, which I am so excited for. I love Diego Luna. I fell in love with Cassian and Jin and the entire Rogue yeah, One cast. that's their
1: whole, like, fresh... Like, that's, like, their original fresh. story.
0: Yes, yeah. that is 100% their original story. And the story is going to be basically talking about Cassian's uprising to see where he came from and how he became a rebel captain, which is super exciting. Obviously, we're not going to see Jin or any of the Rogue One cast because that was towards the end, unfortunately, of his life. Um but it's just cool to see because he was like a number one spy for the rebellion he, he became rebel captain how we'll, we'll find out but like all the shows and all the movies that are being confirmed for this extended universe of star wars like i'm excited i'm skeptical but i'm excited and i know that we both have different perspectives on like you know what movies we liked what what characters do we like like all this stuff but i think we can agree that star wars really did bring us to become who we are today so how we talked about earlier about the last jedi and like why i like it it's not just because like the fan fictions made it better it did <laughs> but yeah so. yeah but it's because like i really liked like a lot of the symbolism that was there again the community is always going to be 50 50 with ryan johnson and his like perspective of like what star wars is and was and whatever but i really love the symbolism that was very prominent in this i really like that we you know had so many different characters and so many different faces and in the first like 10 minutes there was just so much happening and when i went to go see it in theaters the mirror scene everyone was silent because we didn't know what was going on, who was going to appear? We were. we're oh yeah,
1: it, that was super cool. Yeah, like, I, I, that had so much potential.
0: Yeah, like were we going to see Ray's parents? Yes or no? Who are Ray's parents? Like I was, the, the the crazy fan theory is that bef- like when Force Awakens was I coming the fan out, theories. It was so fun. They were so fun, but the one that I remember was Obi Wan being. Uh, like, Ray is Obi-Wan's daughter and she has a Kenobi. That was the main one yeah, I that for one. the longest time. Everyone was manifesting that and everyone was thinking about it. And I was just like, shit, if that becomes a reality, like, that's gonna be solid. Never did. But it was a really cool fantasy. Th- destroyed. Hopes destroyed. Plans ruined. But I was super excited to, like, just see it all in theaters and I really love the excitement and... You know, just being a part of that theater throughout the entirety of it. Like I probably don't think I can recreate that magic again. But as I continue to rewatch the series as a whole and rewatch uh The Last Jedi, I really fell in love with the characters and the story and the plot and all this stuff. But I'll never I'll never I'll never forget just those moments of of like happiness and and all that and just I loved, and I still love the Last Jedi. Force Awakens though, Chef's Kiss, beautiful. It is, fantastic as a as a comeback.
1: I watched that movie like several times. Force
0: Awakens. Yeah, cause like it was just didn't
1: watch it that many times for the, cause it was like oh my god this is like the best. It was more like I rewatched it a bunch of times, cause. It just like. Got me excited to what's coming up next. So I'm like just really like indulging myself into, you know, that next chapter in that series.
0: I mean, we really didn't know what was coming up next with the sequels and and stuff like that. What was the art direction? Like the movies weren't coming out back to back. It took years for it to, to come out. But The Force Awakens will always have like a soft spot in my heart because it was like... It introduced me to a world and characters that I fell in love with and, you know, say what you will about Ray, but I loved Feral, like Ray, just raw, trying to understand her place in all of this and stuff. A lot of people in the community, especially the dude bros, hate Ray. Well,
1: I don't hate her. I think her character had a lot of potential. Like, they started Mary suing her.
0: Oh, my God. Like, like
1: in in uh, Force Awakens. But at that point, I was still like, no. Like, she's going to get training from Luke. Like, she's going to, like, learn this stuff. But then they missed that whole fucking opportunity that, you know, that uh, Luke, Yoda kind of training Padawan, you know, becomes the master. And now that, that master is teaching a new Padawan. Like, to, you know, here's the torch. Yeah. Um, That would have been really good to see. And that would squash the whole Mary Sue, like, idea. But yeah. then they just kept making her more and more OP. And I feel like one of the band-aids that at least J.J. J. Abrams tried to do was, oh, um, yeah, let's just bring back Palpatine. So because, you know, she's related to him that's why she's so powerful there boom fixed it
0: i will never forgive them for bringing back palpatine the person that has been dead for oh wow 42 years
1: he, he shouldn't have survived
0: absolutely not no one had that was probably the single worst out of that entire like rise of skywalker i promise you Palpatine returning is the number one public enemy worst thing that I have ever witnessed in my entire life.
1: Unless, unless, um, because I, I, I don't think it it was even really explained not well in the movies. No. Um. Was Was he a clone?
0: Okay. Or? Um. So. How do I, I know this? he was
1: cloned, Trying to clone himself.
0: So there was multiple Snoke clones in Exegol. Yes. So Exegol had three or more Snoke clones and the Snoke clone that ended up becoming a part of Palpatine was the the chosen one that has tormented Ben Solo since the moment he was born so Palpatine knew that the moment that Ben was born 30 something years ago prior to the events of Rise of Skywalker like Palpatine was already existing. Ray's dad, who is the Palpatine. So, Palpatine fell in love with somebody, made a child, and that child is Ray's dad. And it was this whole weird scenario because since Ray is technically next in line to the throne of the Palpatine, you know, heir line, yeah, whatever, in because Palpatine's son. Was like, I don't want this shit anymore. So ran away with his love, who is a.k.a. Ray's mom. And basically Palpatine was like, okay, I'm going to find your daughter though. And I'm going to train her to become like one of the strongest Palpatine and yada, yada, yada. So Palpatine, I don't remember if he, if Palpatine himself was a clone. I do know about the multiple Snoke clones. Yeah, that one for sure. Yeah, but... The whole thing on Exegol and the old Empire Starfighters—it was and a
1: big like, what the fuck? Because it's like
0: I didn't get it.
2: That
1: whole that whole thing was just like, okay, now this is happening. And you're gonna like it. Now this is happening, and you're gonna like it. Yeah. And it it was just a big, you know, it's like, what the fuck is happening? How did this happen? Oh, here's like a bullshit quick response, like explanation of it. It's like you don't even tell me anything.
0: Yeah, I. <laughs> I wasn't convinced from the very first trailer. I wasn't convinced at the last second of the movie. The entire time, I was more confused than I was like the minute before. And,
1: and that was also when they absolutely like obliterated Finn as a character. He got completely <sighs> obliterated that movie.
0: He had so much potential because so when, when Ray quote-unquote died he for sure in that moment realized that he was force sensitive because how the hell did he feel Ray die? That Tell me.
1: Yeah. And and I'll never forget that. That's like the big thing I remember from that movie is just Finn yelling, Ray,
0: Ray, Ray,
1: Ray! like every two fucking seconds.
0: Like I, I get that Finn cares about Ray, but holy crap. They threw his character through the gutter. The first From the very beginning, the first, like, ex-stormtrooper who's, like, ready to fight for the rebellion that found another storm. That's Force-sensitive. That's Force-sensitive that found another stormtrooper, an ex-stormtrooper. There's more of them out there. They could have created an entire rebellion or something, an an army. It would have
1: been cool, too, because he would have been this badass, like, you know, and, and fuck, I know we all wanted this, but it's like, give us another, like, Mace Windu
0: kind of moment yeah. yeah kind
1: of moment it's like you know where my black people at
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> where my dudes at where my poc's at
3: hey guys uh a little quick uh sneak into here yeah man they butchered the hell out of my boy see here's my theme they made sure he fell in love and then they decided he's gonna be useless the rest of all of episode nine where is Oh, yes. Our uh, our new Kate, uh, kitty cat Sadie is uh, joining us, uh, as well as me, Mike, uh, the boyfriend over here. But yeah, uh, I hate that they've ruined my boy. He was honestly the coolest character, in my opinion. And he's what made the the last part of the, the trilogy super worthwhile for me. And then, you know, having him as the, the next prodigy of, you know, the ex... Uh, the X-wing fighters and all this is us like, oh yeah, hell yeah! And then at the very end, what does he do? He fucking almost kills himself in the giant battle that they had, and like yeah. the middle of space, and he just decides to like almost fall off and then saves his girlfriend at the time or whatever oh, she was. Rose? No, not Rose. The other one.
0: Ray? No. Oh, the other girl, Jonna?
3: I guess yeah, Jonna. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know the movie's done and i'm like w- where where's my boy's progression all of this a force sensitive x stormtrooper, like you had such the right, a great potential for a character and you threw him away ah what a bad movie bro
0: <laughs> and that was michael rance uh his once in a while it's appearance. our new segment it's our new segment michael rance um but speaking of jonna Ooh, michael's mad uh, michael's mad tm uh, did you know that Jonna was Lando's daughter? No, no one did. No, that that was like that everyone was. Everyone thought it was just a theory, and it ended up becoming true in just a cause. no in a post. Tross book, the art of Rise of Skywalker. It was in there in a small oh, little I paragraph. That actually, yeah. The most ridiculous thing ever. I was like, th- we could have explored so much of that, but don't worry. I hear you, bud. Will you tell me things later? So, to kind of wrap things up, because we've been going on a tangent, to kind of wrap things up, Star Wars has a complicated love-hate, would you say? Like, do you have, like, a love-hate with Star Wars? 80%
1: love? It's more love at the end of the day. Um, The hate only comes from people who are doing Star Wars who don't really either know Star Wars or don't have a it's like this next thing is more of a mix of a little bit of knowledge and a bit of that drive to make something something new but still feeling like Star Wars but being its own thing. And I'm not gonna lie, that's that's a really fucking hard thing to do. But you got that Disney that Disney guap. Yeah. So it's the, like, the Mickey Mouse books. Yeah. The Mickey Mouse books. It's like, you know, take your time with it just actually do something great yeah and like that's that's the whole point of star wars it's like here's all these characters here's all all these like just cool art and like that's what i always appreciated from star wars yeah i just want them to continue that yeah
0: i mean i regardless of anything i will for always ever like love star wars i love star wars forever i don't care if they mess up like xyz abc and all this stuff but uh star wars i've i've found so many friends i found like communities through star wars i found so many amazing people through star wars too like it's brought me closer to so many of my friends and and my dad mostly but this new era of Star Wars, I'm excited for it, but I'm also skeptical because I'm worried what's the direction that they're going to take. And with Mando and Book of Boba and all these cameos and all this stuff that we've talked about throughout this episode, it's more of a 50/50 for me, but I have such high expectations with this new Obi-Wan show that I'm just like, okay, what's next? Like what's gonna what's gonna come about? In this new era of Star Wars and and all these new movies and all this stuff that's coming out, like we, we're having Star Wars celebration literally next week, to kind of celebrate the launch of Obi Wan, and I will be there watching all those live streams as I always do because I'm just so excited to see like what is next in the Star Wars line, what's a sneak peek, what can we get next? Minus Top Gun. Minus Top Gun. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you this now. I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise at all. That's my dad. I'm just going for my dad. Uh, Top Gun has a nostalgic aspect on me. Y'all know that I'm a 90s, like an 80s and 90s, like lover of cinema. Like I love 80s movies so much. Of course, Top Gun is a freaking staple and I have to go and it's his birthday. Yep. But hopefully like obi-wan is high expectations by the time that you guys listen to this episode in the future the show has already come out the reviews are already out so and it's terrible and it's whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa do not manifest that um so my question to you guys is basically what is your opinion of the obi-wan show do you like it, future people listening in the future? Maybe like a couple weeks from now? Do, what is your opinion on Star Wars? Do you still love Star Wars even after everything that has been thrown to you? The books, the games, the movies, the shows, the podcasts, the, the clips, the animated series, like anything. Like even after all this time, what does Star Wars mean to you? And that's the question that I also asked on my Instagram. I hope the future of Star Wars for the next 50 years or so, or however long they're gonna milk this franchise because Star Trek turned, I don't know, like 60? Or like 50? Probably 60. Probably 60. Star Trek turned 60 and they're still pumping out shit. That's insane. So with Star Wars, hopefully for the next half a decade, we get more amazing stuff. Hopefully we get a new branch of lovers of star wars everything star wars i hope that we can always revisit the the movies again and 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 talk about it and have a good time and laugh and just be like oh haha i remember like 10 years ago i said that rise of skywalker sucked well guess what guys it still sucks again um <laughs> but justin thank you so much for joining me on this podcast i don't know if you have any final thoughts tell people like where you can find you if they want to find you or anything that I don't think you want to promote. This is basically your platform and your time to shine. If you want to shameless plug anything,
1: well, I guess I could shameless plug. It's just my art page on ArtStation. You can just find me under just my first and last name, Justin Herrera. Yeah, that's that's about it. You know, not looking for any guap, but just sharing my art. <laughs> but uh, but as for final thoughts, I mean. You know, just we all have our opinions on on Star Wars, but I think at the end of the day there's, you know, there's at least something for everyone.
0: Yes, Michael.
3: Star Wars is pretty cool, man. Those Legos are expensive though.
0: They really are. They
3: hit different.
0: They hit different. The Millennium Falcon from like this year is like almost like two hundred dollars. Very expensive. But Justin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um thank you justin no problem i'm glad that we could talk about star wars for once and not everything else that's been happening because all the other times we've talked like with brian it was always at parties so this was fun this was exciting this was a a good time
3: uh for anyone who doesn't know that's one of my best friends he sucks
0: (laughs) you guys have been best friends since like forever for 12 years and you're telling him you suck whatever if you'd like to support the podcast consider checking out our Kofi page that's ko-fi.com slash of geeks and goddesses that's ko-fi.com slash of geeks and goddesses every donation that you guys send will go directly to support the podcast and we'll actually shout you out in a future episode as well whether that be your personal or your business page just let us know and we'll shout you out as a thanks to donating to the podcast and don't forget to check out our Anchor page. That's anchor.fm slash of Goddesses. If you go there, it'll give you a mini bio to let you know of who we are, where else you can listen to the podcast, as well as a link to our Instagram page. Okay, guys. So, as always, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the kitty cats meows and me and Justin kind of going back and forth on this and Michael rants 2.0, 3.0 it'll probably be a recurring segment in the next episodes but thank you so much for listening thank you so much for all the followers and all the listens on my last episode and on the instagram page and our listens on anchor are ridiculous they're almost at like 500 which is awesome overall like that is insane so thank you so much for believing in me and i believe in you Thank you. And I hope that this episode finds you well and finds you comfortable. So thank you so much for listening. May the force be with you. Believe in me that believes in you. Be annoying and chase your dreams. And I will see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. bye bye